When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What's good, San Diego? Welcome in to Gwen and Chris. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby. Four hours of fun, ladies and gentlemen. Matt Snyder, join us later on in the 2 o'clock hour. We'll have Marcus McNeil for our NFL preview review of the week. A little Chris versus fan. We got a fantasy sports court today. That should be interesting and uh, a big five as always. Let me welcome in my partner Chris Ello. Chris, how are you, how's your day going today, my man? I'm good. I'm very good. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, San Diego State looks like they're closing in, closing in on their uh, new football coach. Uh, it's not one of the uh, the big ticket items. One that, of the uh, Wowser names that you right, were talking one about. One of the Wowser names I was you know uh, dreaming about, like Cliff Kingsbury or even John Gruden or. Uh, or who was the other one? Uh, oh, Ed Orgeron, Ed, your guy Ed, Ed, from Ed, Ed, Ed your guy. Ed but uh, uh, Sean Lewis has emerged as the guy, uh, offensive coordinator, University of Colorado. Now he doesn't come with uh, you know nothing but uh, glowing reports. As a matter of fact, uh, Deion Sanders uh, took the play calling duties away from him uh, earlier this month. Uh, Colorado did lose their last six games. After starting the season, what three and zero? They went one and eight. But offensively, they were electric. They were while they were electric, and that's what that's one of the things and, that uh, we've been calling for, right? Yeah, we need to have some offense. And uh, I guess if you can't get somebody with the uh, marquee of a Deion Sanders, yeah. you get the closest yeah. thing you can to it. So uh, an official announcement is expected soon, and and unless uh, all of the national reporters who are following the story turn out to be wrong. It looks like Sean Lewis, 37 years old, is going to be the next head coach at San Diego State. And, uh, you know, hopefully he's the guy. Hopefully yeah. he, I mean, this is a huge hire for this J.D. Is, Wicker. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a big moment in this, uh, in this, uh, school's football history as they kind of sit in the middle here waiting to see what's going to happen. It's, uh, there's other reports today, Tony. I don't know if you saw that Oregon State and Washington State are very close to working out a deal with the Mountain West to where all those teams will be playing each other in 2024. I don't know if that means that's an official conference coming together. It, or it sounds they're... like it's a it's kind of a, um, a, a piecemeal type of thing. I think the first few years, until the, the deal, because the Mountain West... Team, right, teams, can't, can't they, disband yet. Right, they can't yeah. disband, and, and it's a quite a hefty price tag if you do, and there was talk right. of maybe... The Pac, you know, Oregon State and Washington, Washington State, assuming they won that court case, they would have all that money. There was some talks that maybe they would use that money to buy certain Mountain West teams out, so we could just move into the, and call it the, the Pac-12. Pac-12. Right, yeah. but it looks like they're going to go this route for now. We're play games a, against each other and kind of set the stage for a new conference. It, exactly. I, 
you know, look, I, I, I just I have the world's worst feeling Me that uh, even Me though too. this is a, a kind of an exciting thing for San Diego State, and I, I wish nothing but the best for my uh, Aztec for life out there, but it just you, feels like college football is going to leave them behind it's and hard. move on into the next realm of, you know, whatever it is, a 64 team, a 36 team, a, yeah. however many teams you want to say, but a super college football league and maybe the faster that happens the better so we can just get back to playing good old college football out here and having some fun i think in some ways it's hard not to feel like that right after you know what happened this summer with the the aztecs or i should say the the, what was that the spring i guess yeah aztecs get into a a national championship game everything looking like we were going to have we were on our way right on our way yeah it, it quickly changed as the 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 different uh, teams left conferences, moved conferences, and so it's hard not to have some pessimistic view of how this all yeah. is going to turn but out. But you know what? Let it. If the San Diego State can still be a great university and a great, you know, destination place for kids to you know play their college athletics, but I think what needs to happen and. Again, I think we're headed in this direction. Is that college football needs to just make the clean break? Yeah, let them have their. Let them let Alabama and Ohio State and Michigan and Georgia and Oklahoma and Texas and uh, and schools like that that are you know they're in a different stratosphere than we're in out here. So let them play their high level college football and uh, you know call it whatever they may. And let the other hundred or so schools who want to play college football play their own college football. We'll have a good time. There's plenty of good teams still left. But let the other sports break clean from college football so that, you know, the Aztecs basketball can still be at the highest level. I think um, I, I, I really think that at this point, I, I don't feel that it's I mean, we may be headed in that direction, but it seems like it's a slow, slow It's like a glacier slow, pace. Slow, you know, kind of process getting to that. And yeah. I, I don't know that it happens in the next five to You don't t- think so? I don't huh? think so. I, I think do. it's I think it's gonna take uh, a lot for first it's gonna be incumbent on those teams that you mentioned to wanna do it. They they're sitting pretty right now because all the money is really going yeah. To those conferences, those schools, anyway. So right. there's, so they don't need to make. I don't changes, know that you they they need to make changes. However, the the health of the rest of college sports I may think need needs to, to get make it the, done. Yeah, may, yeah need, that, you might be that. right, Tony. There might need be no hurry, but when you think about it. Because there's more schools that are in San Diego State's position, believe Absolutely. it or not, Absolutely. than are in Alabama's position. Alabama's playing in a in a world where there's another 15, 20 schools that are on their level in Georgia and you know the rest. I'm not going to name them all, but all of those schools, there's 20 or so of those that are you know multi gazillion dollar you know entities. The rest of college football can do fine without them. I would also like to see that if it ever does break. And the SEC and the Big Ten become two super conferences with 20 teams each. I hope the rest of the schools around the country say, you know what, we're not going to play you at all. You can play Play each each other other. and get tired of playing each other and beat each other up every Sunday. But we don't want to play you anymore. We're going to play in our own world with the other 100 schools that are playing football. Therein lies the problem, though, because you mentioned the Alabamas. The schools at the bottom of that conference, they're eating 
off of those schools. Nah. So can they wean themselves off? Does Vanderbilt really deserve to be in a super conference <laughs> with Alabama and Georgia? Absolutely. Does Northwestern not and football. Rutgers and Maryland? I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah. What are they doing in the in those conferences? So right. you know, hopefully this all works itself out. But it, it is nice to see the Aztecs have kind of honed in on their guy. According to Pete Thamel, uh, the deal is expected to come together soon. A strong, uh, and Lewis is a strong and likely leading candidate, as as Chris said, thirty seven years old. I think that is a that's a that's a bonus. Is he Maybe. younger than Scraby? Yeah, he is. That's why I just did that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when people. I hate it when people are like, "What are you super doing successful? with your life, young exactly. man?" Exactly. This guy's um, the head coach at a major college university. This will be his second head coaching job. He was first at uh, Kent State from 2018 to 20, 2022. Yeah, uh, he went 22 and 21 over those three seasons. Over the last three seasons. And the running Lewis uh, flash fast offense is oh. what they called it at the I time. I have two comments from the stream. If you want to watch us, we're on YouTube at 97.3 The Fan. Is it on YouTube or Yahoo? It's on both. Uh, actually, someone did say they searched it yesterday and they uh, found it just the same. Because <laughs> I erroneously <laughs> told everybody to go to Yahoo. Uh, Matt says, bring back the fun of bowl season that way. Now er, now it's a bunch of games that feel like consolation prizes for not making the playoff. Used to feel like a reward. And then Anthony said, it's hard to care about college football when you know you'll see the same teams every year in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's the point that Chris is getting at, right? That those teams need to just branch off, do their own thing. Let them do their thing. Have, and it'll still be a spectacle. People will still tune in. It'll be big for them. But right. I, I think there'll be a lot more schools that want to play in the Aztecs world. I think and, you might be right. You know, I mean... The question just, is, The question is, you know, I think in terms of the... Because the, right now, you're right. It does feel like a bunch of Constellation games. I think the, the athletes haven't helped that because, you know, they sit out and they don't necessarily right. want to jeopardize their future. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a lot tougher situation than I think. This is why college basketball to me is just ten times yeah, more exciting than I college agree. football. I agree. I mean, everybody's Every in it to year. win it. Every everybody's year, everybody's in it to win it in college basketball. Nobody's sitting out. No, nobody's uh, worried have you about ever, their pro have you career. Ever, have you ever? Have you? I can't think of one. At least of a, of a you basketball going into the NCAA player tournament and Jalen like, Ledee goes, yeah, I'm not going to play. I'm gonna sit out. Jaden Ledee. Yeah, I'm gonna sit out. Yeah, the Aztecs won last night, by the way, over Point Loma, Nazarene to improve to six and one. But you know, speaking to what you said about the athletes, I know that uh, from what I hear, anyway, at the Holiday Bowl this year, um, Clemson is likely to come from the ACC, and all the official uh, you know bids will go out this weekend. But it looks like Clemson's going to come from the ACC. They were thinking, at least at some point, of matching them up against USC because USC has fallen. But they don't know if Caleb Williams is going to play. But being as it, it, most people don't think Caleb Williams will play in the bowl game, then that game doesn't turn into a very exciting contest. So it's looking like Oregon State's going to get the bid to play Clemson. So you're right, Tony. I mean, who's going to play in a bowl game when it doesn't mean anything? Yeah. College football's got to fix a lot of stuff. And they really there, do. There really is no body to fix it either. Like, no. There, there's, we know the <laughs> you NCAA. You going to trust the NCAA to come up with an idea? That'll be You the know day. they're pretty much not going to help no, anything. No, that's so, not going to happen. Uh, uh, that's really the main news here in San Diego today. No baseball news, no free agent news. A couple articles talking about Josh Hader and his landing spots, and you can imagine – Padres are not on those six teams. He's that, been reported. I've read multiple times the Padres are not 
going to be offering him a contract. Uh, so it kind of leads me to believe maybe they will be offering him a contract. No, I don't, it doesn't really make any sense to, it does. to, Not to for offer them, no. I mean, um, you know, if, how, depending on how you're looking at it, fortunately, unfortunately, closers are easier to find than and develop than any other probably spot on the field. And so Josh Hader, who is the best of the best, he is – He's to me the best closer in the game right now. Um, he'll have to. He'll, he'll. Somebody will pay him for his services. There's. Right. There's no doubt. But I don't about think it. it'll be the Padres. I don't think it'll be the Padres. I, I did see a report that the Padres are one of the teams still in on Blake Snell. So I mean that's kind of encouraging. We'll see. You never can tell h- how that goes. But um, it's been kind of quiet on the baseball front. Of course. Uh, winter meetings coming up with a right around the corner, right? In a couple weeks, next week. Yes, second week of December. I believe. We're going to have our own guy, Sammy Lev, out there. Sam, I hope Sammy you, Lev uh, is going to be at the winter meetings. He is going to yes, be there for him. You should read your email. Nashville. I read it. I'm oh, just kind of <laughs> reacting to I, uh, your to your making it okay. a, a pronouncement. All right, you're right. That's that was all. wrong of me to call you out. That That's was all right. Wrong you can me. call me out. I don't. I don't. Uh, the fact that I can access my email is an upset <laughs> from time to Thank time. Thank you for saving so me. It's, from it's, a, it's It's fair of you to make that. I that think uh, last night's Bears Vikings game lived up to the bill. At I least, was riveted. At least into the last. At least into the last two minutes of the game. That's the most exciting part that they had. Uh, the Bears end up coming back to win and. Aided in my fantasy football. Oh my victory, god! The last said. play of the game. <laughs> talk about DJ Moore's catch put Tony you over go, the top. You go, DJ Moore. Yeah, you're on a roll. You you're know, on a roll, right? Tony, now. actually, when you were out of the room yesterday, Chris, Tony was telling me his situation that he needed like 20 points from DJ Moore, and I, I was think, just being supportive, saying he was. He could do it. I he think was. He, that's a good shot to do it. Never thinking it would happen, <laughs> and then he goes out there and he does it, and the two. I'm now eight and four in the league. The two nine and three teams. Guess who's I'm going crazy. to make the excuse. They have the two least amount of points scored in the league, but they have the best records, and that that does bother me. That does bother me. I'm so sorry. I got a fantasy sports court. Like the reason I wanted to do it today, I got it during the Monday night football game last night from someone that someone was DMG. very angry about something that happened in their league. I'm excited for you guys to figure that one out. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. We got a full show for you guys today. So sit back, enjoy. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co-worker of yours. All right, welcome back. 2.20 is the time we are underway. Gwen and Chris for a Tuesday afternoon till 6 o'clock on 97.3 The Fan. Chris Hello, Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, together in our Odyssey Palace. And hopefully you will be with us at 5 o'clock today because that is when you can listen to hear your name called in our biggest fan contest. It'll give you a chance to win a night in the Odyssey Suite at Petco Park to see Padres baseball with friends, family, and all of our 97.3 The Fan hosts. You have to sign up if you want to play. Go to 97.3thefansd.com slash biggestfan. And then sit back, relax, and wait for your name to be called. We will call for a winner today at 5 o'clock. 
Hopefully. Yes, hopefully we'll remember no, to do we so. Have to. We have to. Scraby's getting. Uh, we have to. Yeah, I think that, I think that's just totally on a producer. I mean, I, he's got to be so able too. to come up with that. You guys, I ask you for help every single day with hey, everything. Yeah, I did but it's ultimately your it's ultimately your your job to make sure these reads get read. <laughs> hey, you did roll them under the bus. Last time, fine. Payback, fine. You're right. Uh, Sixty-six thousand three hundred and nineteen. You know what that is, Tony Gwynn Jr. Sixty-six thousand. Is that the minutes? Yep. That Mr. LeBron James. LeBron has played? James has now played more NBA minutes than any player in the history of the sport. He set that record last night. Did he passed Kareem. He did. He passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He is now uh, twenty-two minutes ahead of Kareem. Uh, James played thirty minutes last night. Against Philadelphia, I don't. Why did he play wow. so long? I mean, they're trying to limit his minutes. They lost the game by forty-four it, points. Yeah, it got away in the fourth. He, he, he it was got it, away. It was close. My goodness, it was closer than that. It was like oh. ten. For, closer than a thirty-something point loss. I'm saying it was closer before it got away. It oh, was like okay. ten points for most of that game, and then. A little bit into the fourth, it got away. All right. Well, it really got away. It was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst loss of LeBron James's career. Forty-four point spread last night in that Sixers Lakers game. I mention it and then I duck out of the way because I don't want to upset Tony Gwynn Jr. Oh no, you're good. Also, and we'll get into this in the Daily Gambit. But did Jokic end up playing for Denver last night? Because they beat the Clippers yes. like handily, um, uh, and, and we all Jackson. bet on the Clippers because we thought Jokic wasn't going to play. I don't know. If, no, he didn't play. Reggie, oh, he didn't. They no, just, Reggie Jackson and somebody else had a. Heck they just of a went game. off. Yeah. Huh? Okay. Well, Clippers and Lakers both lost last night. Uh, we mentioned the Aztecs with a victory over Point Loma uh, last night, seventy-one to fifty-one. Jaden Ladee had another double double, and the Aztecs just won easily. I. You know, people are trying to be critical of this team because they didn't blow them out. And I don't really get it. You know, I mean, first of all, you're trying to replace basically five of your most important players from a year ago, right? Yep. I mean, Matt Bradley was your go-to scorer for the last two seasons. All right? He's no longer on the team. Um, Nathan Mensah. One of the best defensive players in the nation, and that's not hyperbole. I mean, he guy wins every award you can defensively. He's not there. Agueca Rope was the man who carried the banner off the bench. He was the glue guy for the Aztecs. Yeah. Then they, you're trying to replace that. Um, not to mention, you know, everybody else that they lost. So I figured. And I'm pretty sure Brian Dutcher and his staff figured it was going to take a little while for this team to come together, and it's hardly that deep into the season. We're still in November, and yet here they are. They're 6-1. and one. I think they have some quality wins. Now, the St. Mary's win doesn't look as good as it did at the time because the Gales have faded a little bit. But I thought the Washington game was a big test. They passed it. Long Beach State has turned out to be a nice win. Uh, Cal, you know, they almost let it get away, but they didn't. They end up winning the game. I, I'm i really impressed with what they're doing. I, now they're going to play some of these, you know, local schools, UC San Diego and, and whatnot, uh, just to try to get a little more familiar and get, get this bench built up. But 6-1, and one, I have no complaints with what they're doing. I, I think this seven-game start is better than last year's seven-game start. With, yeah, might be. Where... where you're you're having to put together 
more pieces that are less familiar with one another than you right. did last year. Yeah, so, people are forgetting all of the what they lost. They lost a lot of guys from a you know a championship team. And granted, they have you know Butler's back and Ladia's back, but Ladia is in a totally different role. I mean, last year he came off the bench and gave you 12 minutes and went as hard as he could. Now he's going 30 some odd minutes and giving you you know just, 20 plus 10, just beating you down and being the focus of the offense. I mean, yeah. it's a totally different thing for for him. It's been a it, it honestly has been a while. I mean, you think about Michael, you think about Flynn before Bradley, then Bradley. It's been a while since it's been a low post right? threat that the offense is kind of centered around. Yeah, um, and it, you know you can make the argument it's been more efficient this time or this season so far than it had been early last season. And but, Darian Trammell was not healthy at the beginning. I yeah. still think he's finding his way. I'm I'm really excited. I, I am mean, too. Six and one. They're probably going to be nine or ten and one before they have to face uh, Stanford and Gonzaga in their last couple of non-conference games, but. Yeah, people are complaining. I I don't know what you expected. I mean, there was no way they were going to walk into the season and pick right up where they left off in the national championship game with all of the players that they lost. And, and it, you know, and people are saying, well, uh, they're not playing as good a defense. They never play as good a defense in November as they will play in February. That's Facts. just the Aztecs' way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm really encouraged by what I'm seeing so far, and uh, they posted a nice win last night to go to six and one. Uh, big news if you're just tuning in, the reports uh, with all the national college football writers and uh, Kirk Kenny as well uh, writing uh, online in the San Diego Union Tribune that uh, it is going to be uh, the offensive coordinator of Colorado, Sean Lewis who is going to take over as the Aztecs' next head coach, uh, 37 years old, and uh, ran a ran a really exciting offense the first month of this season for Colorado. <laughs> I mean, they were the story of college football. Eventually, they petered out because they didn't have anybody that could block. No. They that's, really that's didn't. That's why Estrador uh, Sanders has a broken back right now. Yeah, I mean, he just he couldn't, <laughs> he couldn't run away from them any longer, and they couldn't get the ball to any of their skilled people. But um, you know, good luck to Sean Lewis. Uh, like I said, I I was I was ready to make the deal with, with the, the devil. With the devil, man, bring me Cliff Kingsbury, bring me John Gruden, bring me somebody with a huge name that's going to sell a bunch of tickets, and then probably leave the school in a year and a half holding the bag. But I was willing to take that risk. JD Wicker was not. Um, so uh, I think you know. This isn't going to necessarily sell a ton of tickets offhand, but if they win games and they play an exciting offense, and uh, you got to give Sean Lewis the opportunity to do that, hopefully Aztec football can get right back to where it was after the uh, four and eight season that just got completed. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we will hope for that. Matt Snyder is going to join us to talk some baseball. I did hear, and we'll ask him about the. No, I'm not going to ask him specifically about uh, one of his. Uh, one of his compatriots in the national baseball writing world, but Ken Rosenthal, I don't know if you saw this, he's the latest on the I'm going to be the one that told you so Juan Soto will be traded uh, uh, yeah. train. Uh, Ken Rosenthal tweeted today or wrote today, uh, I believe it was worded something like this, uh, it's not a matter of... If, if Juan Soto will be traded, it is to which team will he be traded to? Huh. 
So Kim Ro- Ken Rosenthal, he thinks that it's pretty much fate accompli that Juan Soto will be traded. Now, if it happens, then Ken Rosenthal can say, see, I told you so. Told but, you. If it, but if it didn't happen, then he doesn't really take the hit because he's not really reporting it's happening. No, no, he's not. So he's kind of taking <laughs> no, the No, but when you go out, out on here. the ledge like that and say, you know, it's not a matter of when, it's a matter you know of what? Or if, it's a matter of when, you know. You know what? Nowadays, everybody's attention span is so short. Yeah. Even if he's dead wrong. It'll just move on like it never happened. That's right. I was reading a Yankees <laughs> blog this morning. But if it's dead right, then he, he will he jump gets, in he and go. The, he has the luxury of go being back like, to reading my tweet from two months ago. <laughs> I told you he was going to be traded for I, sure. I was reading a Yankees blog this morning, and the the writer was saying that the Yankees should not trade for Juan Soto because the reports are that he is very expensive, and you're going to have to pay up with a lot of big time prospects. I, I'm, I'm almost positive every single. Head of baseball operations and or GM, whatever you want to call him, all know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know where to, you were going, going with that. He's going to be very expensive, and he's going to cost you a whole bunch of prospects. He's out. Really? Thank he's you. out. The Yankees are out. You just cracked the code there for buddy. a rental. Is How are the part Yankees out? There was a reporter that says the Yankees should be out. That doesn't mean the yeah. Yankees are out. What are they? What are they going to read the reporter? Oh wait, he says we're I can out. See Bri- I don't know I can how see, this turned on. I can see Brian, Brian Cashman, Cashman going like, going, oh yeah. yeah, you know what? Yeah, no. take Soto off the list. Guy said we can't do it. I'm, we're not too doing expensive. It. Too yeah. many prospects. Yeah, guy said we can't do it. <laughs> I don't know how I got in this. Yeah, I just well, was I was saying something that I read this morning. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm commenting on what was written. Yeah, Chris is read. personally attacking. Me. I don't think he's personally attacking. I think you have personally. Oh, just you that. wait. I'm just warming up. Pal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, uh, Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com, to talk about Juan Soto, other baseball stuff surrounding the Padres. What he think of the hiring of Mike Schilt? We'll get his uh, thoughts and opinions. They're always very interesting and entertaining. And it's next on Gwen and Chris. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas. Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Tony Gwen Jr., Chris Sello, Mass Gravy. Matt Snyder. I see what's going on in the studio sometimes during the commercial it, breaks. It is wild. I mean, it it's, like, uh, it's like it's uh, like Times Square in here sometimes. <laughs> it's, crazy. it's unbelievable. What, what makes you say it's like Times? Oh, Square? we have Adam Klugen. We have Braden in at the beginning. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the uh, massager that Tony well, is using in the press. No, I'm not talking I about that. That's his own bolt. private, you know. Yeah, you it's know. not private, though. He's sitting right in front of me. I'm, you act like I'm naked, man. I, got, I didn't just, say it, just, it was bad. I, I thought that's where he was going. No, I'm not going there. Yeah. I'm going there that the fact is there's people in here like until two seconds before we go back on the air having conversations with us. You know, I think our, I think so our, we're very our, busy. our show breeds that. It breeds conversation. People, people want to come in and talk to us. People want to just come in and have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, I want to thank the guy yesterday at uh, Cathedral High School. I was refing last night. Uh, he was a scorekeeper. And uh, he said, Chris, I don't know how you do it. But it's amazing that you're able to put up with Scraby the way you How are. about that? Somebody oh, finally, finally somebody who has it figured it. out correctly around here. 
that it's just not easy. It's not to deal with this young not. man. On I'm going to be quiet because this person Scraby is uh, has multiple multiple personalities. <laughs> well, so you don't know thing, which Scraby. one you're getting. Scraby, on a, you on a daily you basis. mentioned to us every single time somebody says you guys need to be nicer to Scraby. I say thank you. I'm just telling you there's a there's another side out there. <laughs> I don't want to meet those people. People that have figured it out. <laughs> those people uh, you I, can't I don't fool everybody, Scraby. I'm not us. fooling anybody. Oh yes, you are. Hey, you know what? You don't have to be fooled. You can watch us on YouTube. Go to YouTube, type in 97.3 The Fan, look for the live section. You can also see us on The Fan Facebook and X by searching 97.3 The Fan. And apparently, you can go to Yahoo and do the same thing, <laughs> and you will find us <laughs> one way or another. Uh, nice job on getting your reads in, Tony. Hey, nice you know, job. I'm just trying to please my producer, man. He When he's happy... We're all happy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> there's been a, there, there clearly has been a memo sent out in the world of baseball today because not only has Ken Rosenthal reported that Soto is all but gone or should be gone, but also our guy John Heyman. Yeah. Who is, uh, I would say, well-connected with the, uh, the Boris crew. Yeah, he's Says, saying that it's a likely. He, he's saying that it's likely as well. So, Interesting. Uh, what better person to have this conversation with than Matt Snyder? CBSSports.com joins us here on Gwen and Chris. And Matt, how are you, my friend? How's your off season? I know it's pretty slow right now, but I expect it to heat up here pretty quickly. Yeah, you know, I mean, we've had a few things like the Nola signing, the Sunny Gray signing. So there's been a little bit, but once you get between Thanksgiving and the winter meetings, I feel like that's when we're going to start to see some stuff. And, hey, what do you know? That's exactly where we are. Yeah. So maybe things will start to move quickly. Um, are you surprised at the price tags that have been handed out so far? I have, my, to my recollection, Maeda got 24 for two. Uh, you got Lynn at 11. You got Gibson at 12. Uh, these seem like pretty high numbers. Uh, is this about what you expected or a little high? Similar. To, I mean, it's at this point, a veteran starting pitcher in free agency, even if it's a one-year deal, you're, you're looking at $10 million to $12 million a year. That's just that's just kind of what the market is. What, um, what are the I requirements for that, Matt, that you just have an arm? <laughs> I mean, these guys, the <laughs> RAs are all like I, I five mean, or six. I don't six. know. I've never gotten off of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Success in the recent past, I guess. Um, speaking of, like, Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson. And Gibson, I mean, he ate some innings for the Orioles last year. Um, you know, I, I think that the Cardinals were in a spot where they were pretty desperate to just fill out a rotation. Um, and, and then they were – I mean, their season fell apart because the starting rotation was so bad. Yeah. So uh, they, they were just, they were looking for arms who have had success in the past. Um, yeah, Sunday grade four for 75. That's probably about right. Uh, Nola – um, maybe a little higher than I would have thought, but it's, you know, the Phillies didn't want him to get away. He is an established workhorse type. I mean, I don't know if you could call him an ace after the, the run prevention year he had because the DRA was in the fours and he wasn't great, but he looked great in the playoffs, at least the first couple starts. Um, but he's a guy who's going to give you around 200 innings every single year, and that's so valuable in this day and age when so many guys get hurt and go down and you can't rely on them to take the ball every five days. That reliability is worth a lot, as we saw with the NOLA deal. Matt, uh, the Padres seem like they're in a similar position to where St. Louis thought it was. I mean, I don't want to say desperate for starting pitching, but in the wake of Blake Snell being a free agent and uh, the same for Michael Walker and Seth Lugo, 
and uh, maybe a question or two about you, Darvish, and his health. Uh, I mean, are the Padres in a similar situation? And I mean, what kind of names do you like for the Padres? I mean, there's so many to you know leaf through on this free agent baseball list. Yeah, it, but if they're going to have to pay twelve million bucks a guy, I mean, who's going to be worth it? It's hard to know how to to sift through that pile, yeah. especially when we don't know how they're going to proceed forward in terms of the payroll. Like, are you going to be able to talk to Eduardo Rodriguez? It, it, it sounds like probably not. You know, in past years, the answer would have been an emphatic yes, but it sounds like they really want to trim payroll. And if they're going to want to do that and they have and they want to trim payroll, then they're going to have to trade Juan Soto. Um, and so it's, do they want to do that? It's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see a balancing act there, but, um, it's, it's some of the names that, that come up when you talk about that you could get on a one-year deal, such as Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson, I, I think of Padre is like, it's, it's Lugo and Waka are the first two names and Nick Martinez that, that come to mind, uh, as guys that are a little bit down the list that you might be able to get on a one-year deal. Somebody who intrigues me. Um, and he actually does have SoCal roots, is Lucas Giolito. Mm, that's he a good was, one. After the White Sox traded him, he was a disaster for the Angels and a disaster for the Guardians. He might be one of those guys who is looking for a Cody Bellinger-type one-year deal to rebuild his value before getting back to free agency. And it's worth at least talking to him and see if he can pitch the way he did for the White Sox if you're trying to go cheap and you're trying to say, let's, let's try to hit on a lottery ticket here. Yeah, Ruben Niebla would be perfect to to yeah, kind of yeah. help Giolito get back to where he can make a whole lot of money this next offseason. Uh, Matt, there seemed to be a memo that was sent out today about Juan Soto perhaps being traded. It seems like you, you had Ken Rosenthal report on it. We had John Heyman report on it. You and I, we talked about it last time you were on the show. It would seem like it'd be in the Padres' best interest to to keep a guy like Soto if you are truly trying to get to a, a World yeah. Series. Uh, but as you said, we don't know the constraints uh, of the, the their, what the salary is going to be for the team. Do, do you still feel the same way as we talk now that he probably is on the roster come uh, opening day? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm on the fence now. <laughs> um, it, in a vacuum, yes, you absolutely keep him. Um, but I think you still have to listen and you never know what somebody's going to flip back to you. If somebody's going to throw you two position players and a a starting pitcher and help you clear salary to help you kind of tweak the roster at a bunch of other places, then maybe it's worth listening. It's just tough to see somebody doing that when there's only one year left on his deal. It it would have to be somebody very sure that they're going to be able to extend him and, and they want to get a jump on the market. Um, somebody like the Yankees, for example, who you know, hey, we've got deep pockets. There's not a ridiculous amount of money after next season on the books. He's going to love playing with that short right field porch. Um, I just They still have John Carlos Stanton holding down the DH. I, I guess you can still throw Soto in left field. Um, you know, it's, it's – it's t- you can hear me stumbling over my words, and I don't do that very often because it's very complicated and there's so many moving parts, and it's just – I hate just saying I don't know, but that, that the short answer was I just don't know. That's fair. It's so tough to see because, like we said, we just talked about filling out the pitching staff. They're going to need money to do that. Otherwise, you're going to end up with a lot of question marks in the rotation. And if they can't spend any more money, the easiest way to free it would be to start trading guys. And the easiest guy to trade right now is Juan Soto. 
Matt Snyder is with us. We'll never trade him. Uh, we're hanging on to him for the duration. <laughs> CBS Sports uh, joining us to talk some MLB here. Uh, Matt, what were your thoughts on the the hiring of Mike Schilt and uh, going back to you know his time with the Cardinals and got a Manager of the Year award, uh, got to the playoffs every year he was there. What are some of his strengths? What are some of the things that you know he's got to do better the second time around? Well, I could see how at first blush, it might seem like kind of a boring or uninspiring hire, like, oh, it's a retread, but I I still would like to know the the exact circumstances behind what happened in St. Louis. Yeah. Because he he, he took over for a team, they got hot, they made the playoffs. Then there was 2020. Then there was 2021, and they won the division. And then he got fired after the playoffs. Uh, It was bizarre. It was a couple weeks after they lost in the playoffs. Um. It was the weirdest thing. Or no, they did not make the playoffs. Yes, they did. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they they, were wild they made it, days. but they, they lost on the. Uh, the division, but yeah. they lost in the wild card game to the Dodgers on the Chris Taylor walk. Right. Right. Yeah. But they won seventeen that, games I mean, in a row at the end of that season to get into they the won playoffs. Seventeen straight yeah. to make the playoffs. It yeah. almost seems like there was a personality conflict between Mosaliak and, and Schilt, and he wanted to fire him at the end of the regular season. But then they won so many games and made the wild card. He had to wait for a little bit after the dust settled. Um. Still have no idea what happened. I, I've tried to talk to people who would know, and nobody knows anything. So it, it's hard to tell there. Um, you always learn from your first job to getting your second managerial job. You're always going to learn. I, I just, I, I never saw stuff that looked like a glaring weakness to me with him. Like I, I didn't, you know. Sometimes you think, oh, his lineups are terrible, or he, he he's bad at managing the bullpen. I don't remember thinking any of that stuff with him. And uh, as long as there was nothing overly nefarious, that that's what got him fired. And I think it would have come out by now if there was. It seems like a really good hire. Yeah. You know, it's. I mean, he, he did nothing but win with the Cardinals. They they kind of treaded water and were a similar team in 2022. They took a big step backward in 2023. Seems like he's probably a pretty good manager coming into a decent situation. So I, I have no complaints with the hire, even if it, like I said, surface level, Oh man, that's a retread. But I, he, he, all he did was win with the Cardinals. Yeah, this isn't your typical retread, right? I mean, he, he took yeah, over um, uh, for a really good organization, got them into the playoffs, had two successful seasons, um, and was let go. As we said, it, it's been a mystery. You know, I think this kind of shows Mike's character. He, he's not going to speak on it and re- give you what actually happened, but. He gets a second chance yeah. with the Padres. I think it'll go well. Let me ask you this. There was a report last week, or maybe two weeks ago, about Shohei Otani basically saying if he meets with you and word gets out yeah, that yeah. you, you're going to have, you're, yeah, you're going to be done. How successful do you think teams will be at this? Because in today's day and age, keeping something like that a secret is going to require like, Tunnels underground. It's going to be almost impossible, I would think. It has to be. It's so funny because, like, remember when people spotted Aaron Judge at the San Francisco airport? <laughs> yes. Obviously, he was meeting yes. with the Giants. Arson. Remember, like, when Manny Machado met with the Phillies? There was, like, a construction worker took a video of him walking in. He's like, hey, go get that money, Manny. And Manny, like, gave him a peace sign or whatever. Like, I don't understand why it's bad if people know you're meeting with a team. If anything, it gives you more leverage with other teams. Because it's like, here's how many people are interested in me. Um, but everybody's different. And for whatever reason, it seems like Otani and or his agents just don't want anybody to know what teams he's meeting with. I, 
it, it, it seems like it's impossible, as you said. Um, but who knows in this day and age of private jets and uh, <laughs> whatever, uh, the, making people sign things, non-disclosure agreements, right. who knows? And, and the thing is, like, a lot of times that stuff leaks, front offices, whether it's the general manager or club president or somebody below them a little bit, will ask underlings, for lack of a better term, hey, get me all the information you have on this guy. And then that's how it gets out. Like, oh, they're scouting this guy. You don't really need information on Shohei Otani, right? <laughs> right. Like, if you want him, you already know what you're going to get. So maybe that's one way where teams won't be asking people lower on the food chain who would be more likely to talk. Maybe that's one way to avoid it. Maybe maybe all of the teams will uh, speak up and uh, be knocked out of the running, and Shohei Otani will wind up with the Oakland A's or the Wayward <laughs> yeah. A's, as they are. Matt, I wanted to ask you about the A's. I mean, uh, were you a little surprised that that was uh, just slam dunk through and that they are going to eventually find their way to Las Vegas? And the other part of that uh, expansion, how far away are we from you know adding these two teams and getting it up to 32 and 16 in each league? Um, I, I wasn't surprised. I think that the past year, the, the writing's been on the wall, that the A's were going to push it through no matter what. And, it, you know, it, it seemed like, again, Manfred kind of works for the owners here. And then it, the, the fan base, you know, he's made a lot of comments that, that seemed tone deaf toward that fan base. But I guess he could say, hey, they were leaving there anyway, so what's it matter? Um, but, yeah, I think th- this past year it seemed like the writing was on the wall and they weren't going to get – anything that they wanted in Oakland and Vegas was going to accommodate them. And they've seemed gung ho about that. I, I don't think it's as clear that it's going to work in Vegas the way that, for example, the, the golden Knights and, and the Raiders are working because of the, the manner of baseball. There's 81 home That's games in right. um, three game series. Uh, we'll see. It's going to be the smallest market in baseball, smaller than Milwaukee. Um, they, they better develop a rabid home following. We'll see. Um, but in terms of expansion, that is at least in the process of being settled. They'll want the Rays ballpark situation settled and to know that nobody's going to move before they start deciding on where to put the two teams. They're going to, they, they want to know everybody is where they're going to be before they decide on expansion. I don't think we're that far off, though. Um, if I were going to throw a number out there a year, I'll go 2030. We have two new teams. There you have it. Matt, as always, man, love catching up. We'll do it again here as this uh, winter meetings takes place because I know uh, the stove is only going to get hotter from here. We'll, we'll catch up again. Thanks so much, Matt. All right. Sounds good, guys. Take care. Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Always uh, a treat to catch up Always with. Good. Big 2030, pop- that, uh, I think our airport might be fixed by then. <laughs> no. Scravy says no. no. <laughs> There's just going to be a new it project. It is incredible. <laughs> it's going to be an ongoing mess <laughs> See, like, see what, forever, what Chris, right? What Chris is, is realizing, because he's traveling a lot yes, more, I know. he gets to experience uh, that a little bit And now. every time you go down there, like, when is it going to be done? <laughs> oh, I don't know, about eight years. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're putting up some buildings. How long? How can it take so long? <laughs> Airport's a mess. Well, they're going to be like, we just us. finished Terminal 2, and now we're going to get started on the Terminal 2 remodel. So <laughs> yeah. everybody can get ready for that. Yeah. Incredible. Hey, guys, but when we get back, I know we're a little bit early, so I'm trying to spread the pizza dough. Okay. Uh, we, we, we had a little bit left. Go ahead. There is reports that Sean Lewis is going to become the Aztecs football head coach. There was a decommit. From Colorado, that has some Aztecs fans kind of excited 
Comes on the same day that the news of a new coach in San wow. Diego. So I'm going to have to tell you on the other side. Oh, actually, you're going to tell us on the other side. I'm going to bust your bubble. No, don't. I'm going to burst your bubble right what? now. What? It actually happened yesterday. Oh, the I just de- saw the, the tweet decommit. right now. The decommit uh, happened yesterday. Are we talking about the same player? It's only like one top ten. He's top one fifty, right? Quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we're talking. Well, about the maybe same uh, he knew something right. yesterday before, ahead of all the reporters. All right now. So maybe that's all why right he's saving me again. That's <laughs> why he even though you tried to roll him under the bus, he saves you again. Yeah, I can't. I'm gonna have to try to save him later if he needs it. It won't happen. <laughs> Daily, <laughs> Daily Gambit next. <sighs> Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.